Hey, 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 y'all. This is your girl, Tanetta, your certified life coach, a social worker, and a black girl who reads. I want to welcome y'all to this episode. This episode is talking about um, part 10 of the book, The Master Key System. So like I said, I definitely want to welcome you all to this podcast episode. Again, this podcast episode is sponsored by Speak Your Truth Life Coaching, where, of course, I inspire you to think bigger and empower you to become who you are. And... There's going to be a link in the in these show notes that's going to take you to the resources for the life for, for Speak Your Truth Life Coaching. Make sure that you check that out because right now we have less date on sale up for for eighty five percent off, y'all. So make sure that y'all get in that less date bundle for those out there who are coupled up and trying to rekindle their romance um, outside and inside the bedroom. So make sure that y'all picking it up, y'all. So again, this is Welcome to Taboo Conversations, the podcast. Again, I'm your girl, Tanetta, your certified life coach, your social worker, and that black girl who reads. And like I said, I definitely welcome you all here. This is part 10 of the book, The Master Key System. So like I said, let's go ahead and get into it, y'all. Introduction to part 10. If you get a thorough understanding of the thought contained in part 10, you will have learned that nothing happens without a definite cause. You will be enabled to formulate your plans in accordance with exact knowledge. You will know how to control any situation by bringing adequate causes into play. When you win, as you will, you will know exactly why. The ordinary man who has no definite knowledge of cause and effect is governed by his feelings or emotions. He thinks chiefly to justify his action. If he fails as a businessman, he says that luck is against him. And I understand that because I know I've said that and I've heard many of folks say that as well. It's just luck, it's just luck, but it's always a strategy and a plan behind everything that y'all do. So let me go ahead and get back into the book, y'all. If he dislikes music, he says that music is an expensive luxury. If he is a poor office man, he says that he could succeed better at some outdoor work. If he lacks friends, he says his individuality is too fine to be appreciated. Oh, my God. <clears throat> my Y'all, that touches those few sentences, touches on a lot, y'all. It lets us know the kind of excuses that we give for things that we don't think that we're good in. We want to give all these excuses. I'm not good at that. They don't know my skills. They don't know this. I'm not good at this, so I'm going to go try this. That just lets us know that, or lets me know, and lets you know, and those out there who are listening, that these are excuses that we're making, y'all. So I'm sure they're going to talk more about this as we get long, farther along in this chapter, but let me get back to it. He never thinks his problem through to the end. In short, he does not know that every effect is a result of a certain <clears throat> definite cause. But he seeks to console himself with explanations and excuses, just like I just said. He thinks only in self-defense. That is the truth. I, I Trust me, I, I've been there. I greatly understand that. And I definitely have that attitude sometimes when I'm thinking about stuff now, just to be open and honest and transparent with you all. On the contrary, the man who understands that there is no effect without an adequate cause thinks impersonally. He gets down to the bedrock facts, regardless of his consequences. He is free to follow the trail of truth wherever it may lead. He sees the issue clear to the end, and he meets the requirements fully and fairly, and the result is that the world gives him all that it has to give in friendship, honor, love, and approval. That is powerful, y'all. This chapter already, part number 10, is already powerful. I hope y'all picking up on this.
Part 10. Abundance is a natural law of the universe. The evidence of this law is conclusive. We see it on every hand. Everywhere nature is lavish, wasteful, extravagant. Nowhere is economy observed in, in, in any created thing. Profusion is manifested in everything. The millions and millions, millions of trees and flowers and plants and animals and the vast scheme of reproduction where the process of creating and recreating is forever going on all indicates the lavishness with which nature has made provision for man. <clears throat> that there is an abundance for everyone is evident, but many fail to participate in this abundance is also evidence. They have not yet come into realization of the universality of all substance and that mind is the active principle whereby we are all, we are re related to the things we desire. Mind over matter, y'all. All wealth is the offspring of power. Possessions are the value only as they confer power. Events are significant only as they affect power. All things represent certain forms and certain degrees of power. Knowledge of cause and effect as shown by the laws governing electricity, chemical affinity, and gravitation enables man to plan courageously and execute fear, um, fearless, fearlessly. These laws are called natural laws because they govern in the physical world. But all power is not physical power. There is also mental power. There is a moral and spiritual power. Spiritual power is superior because it exists on a higher plane. It in, has enabled man to discover the laws by which these wonderful forces of nature could be harnessed and made to do the work of hundreds and thousands of men. It has enabled man, man to discover laws whereby time and space have been annihilated and the law of gravitation to be overcome. The operation of this law is dependent upon spiritual contact. As Dr Henry Drummond well says, in the physical world as we know it, there exists the organic and the inorganic. The inorganic of the mineral world is absolutely cut off from the plant or animal world. The passage is hermetically sealed. These barriers have never been crossed. No change of substance, no modification of environment, no chemistry, no electricity, no form of energy, no evolution of any kind can ever endow a single atom of the mineral world with the attribute of life. <clears throat> That's the end of that part, but it has to study questions and answers after that. Now here's the quote that follows that. When any object or purpose is clearly held in thought, its precipitation in, in intangible and visible form is merely a question of time. The vision always proceeds and self-determines the realization. Lillian Whiting. Y'all, that was a powerful chapter. I told y'all those excuses and stuff, y'all, because I've had excuses just like that. I'm not perfect at all, and I have excuses sometimes like that too still. And like I said, I tried my, my best, my damnness to, of course, interject myself. Stop that pattern when I start having all those excuses and when I start putting myself down, all those kind of things. That's what we always have to remember. It's the mind, the thoughts, all those kind of things over anything else, y'all. That is what matters. And again, I want to let y'all know that this episode is sponsored by Speak Your Truth Life Coaching, where we have date, less date bundle on sale now for 85% off. So you couples out there who are 
trying to, of course, like I said, re rekindle that spark in the bedroom. And outside the bedroom, make sure that y'all picking that up today, y'all. It's 85% off call. Let's date bundle. And put the link in the description of the show notes. Pick it up, y'all. What is wealth? Part 10 study questions and answers. Number one, what is wealth? Wealth is the offspring of power. Of what value are possessions? Part, um, possessions are value only as they confer power. Of what value is a knowledge of cause and effect? It enables men to plan courageously and execute fearlessly. Fearlessly. Four. How does life originate in the inorganic world? Only by the introduction of some living form. There is no other way. Five. What is the connecting link between the finite and the infinite? Thought is the connecting link. Six. Why is that so? Because the universal can manifest only through the individual. Upon what does causation depends? Upon polarity. A circuit must be formed. The universal is the positive side of the battery of life. The individual is the negative. And thought forms the circuit. Eight. Why do many fail to secure harmonious conditions? They do not understand the law. There is no polarity. They have not formed the circuit. Nine. What is the remedy? A conscious recognition of the law of attraction with the intention of bringing it into existence for a definite purpose. Ten. What will be the result? There will be, there will, thought will be, will correlate with this object and bring it into manifestation because thought is the product of the spiritual man and the spirit is the creative principle of the universe. We have another quote. A vivid thought brought, um, brings the power to paint it. And in proportion to the depth of its source is the force of its projection. Emerson. Y'all, this was an awesome, awesome podcast episode. That was part number 10. It talked all about the thought and how we can, of course, make excuses for the things that we cannot do when we haven't even tried to bring it into existence at all. Through our thought, through our words, through how we think, any of those things, our actions. Like I said, we have to get up off our ass, y'all, and stop all these excuses. I'm talking to you all, I'm talking to myself, and I'm talking to the wider world as well. So like I said, let me. I'll see y'all in the next podcast episode. Again, this podcast is sponsored by Speak Your Truth Life Coaching, where the Let's Stay Bundle is on sale now for 85% off for those couples who are trying to rekindle their romance inside and outside the bedroom. So pick that up today, y'all. Also, again, I want to say this is your girl, your social worker, your life coach, the girl, black girl who reads Tonetta Clay. And I want to, like I said, again, thank y'all for tuning in to this podcast episode. Make sure that you all are sharing this out with your friends, to your family, to those business owners that you know who are trying to, of course, improve their life. They'll need this book, y'all. They'll need these chapters, y'all. They'll need these episodes. So make sure that you are, of course, sharing this with them, sharing the link with them so they can come on and sh listen to this information too, y'all. So take care, y'all. I'll see y'all in the next episode.